Right, that's all. Shake out, get nice and limber. Or not. Now, take another look at the way he moves. Remember, very limp. Almost like sleepwalking. Look at the face. It's vacant, with a hint of sadness. Drunk, he's lost a bed. Okay, let's try, shall we? What's up, everyone? Welcome to Ongoing Comic Book Discussion Podcast. I'm your host, Tess Janos, and today is day five of 31 Days of Horror. We've got a really awesome guest. I am so excited. You guys are about to learn some comics. I just know it. (laughs) This guy, he is one of the co-hosts from Android's Amazing Podcast. You heard his second half yesterday, and today he is here is James. How are you, James? Hey, what's going on? (laughs) I'm excited to be here. Oh, I'm so happy you're here and you hail all the way from New York, my friend. Yes, I do. Awesome. How's the weather? Hot. It's disgusting. Oh my gosh, I bet. Um, Yeah, it's awful. You decided to, you agreed to come on here, man. You you love comics. (laughs) I do. I love it a lot. (laughs) There's three bookcases behind you. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. And there's a pop collection in front of me and posters and like signed stuff. Yeah. Oh, man, you're serious. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah, I make a living off this. So (laughs) comics are your life. They are. They they actually are my life. They are your life. That's awesome. So you've been reading comics for your whole life? Oh, no. Uh, I really started, what are we, 2020 now? Uh, I was in high school when I really started. So 2000. 2005 I really started okay awesome and from there and then I grew from there and what's your favorite comics like what's your oh. what do you go to <laughs> so since I work at a comic book shop it's very hard for me to decide sure. um so my favorite I'm a I I'm a DC guy at heart okay. um but I'm an X-Men fan I'm an X-Men fan that's my thing those are my books that's everything I do that's awesome. And you, by the time you guys hear this, his bo- two episodes of you guys will be out. It'll be Android's Amazing Podcast. Both you guys, you and Hunter, you are on for The Invincibles, and you are on for X-Men. So go back and check out his X-Men episode because we haven't recorded it yet, but I'm about to get schooled in X-Men. I cannot wait. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> I can't wait. I want it. I want that. I want to learn X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. And so, so this is a Halloween episode. What is Halloween? What does it mean to you, James? No, nothing. I work. I work every holiday. I make sure I work. In fact. <laughs> what about when you were a kid? Did you love Halloween? I liked it as a kid a lot. Um, the reason why I choose to work uh, is because I don't like trick treaters. <laughs> oh really? And okay. no, I just don't have candy because I I want the candy. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Listen, my money, my candy. Um, yeah. But I liked it Halloween a lot as a kid. Uh, it's me, my brother, and my mom a lot. Uh, so we did trick or treating. Um, I never really went with my friends growing up, so it wasn't a big deal. Okay. Uh, we normally started doing things like at people's houses and stuff like that. Um, so now, as an adult and being married, uh, a lot of times I just sit and watch Simpsons horror. <laughs> yeah. Like the the, 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 the the horror. I'll sit down now on Disney Plus. They have the, the whole thing, so it's great. So I'll just sit and do that all night. Um, I'll order dinner so I don't have to leave the house and uh, have beers and uh, 
Hopefully no one rings the doorbell. So that's my Halloween. That's my perfect <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> that's awesome. I my husband just introduced me to Treehouse of Horror and I'm like, oh. I was I was in it, man. It's good. It's not bad. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. It's so good. It's my favorite Simpsons episodes. Oh man, that's great. I love that they have those. Well, cool. Uh, so today you have us reading quite a comic. I haven't read anything yes. like this before. It's Deceased. I can't, how would yes. you describe this comic? So what's great about Deceased, it's um, when it originally was announced, I was making fun of it because it sounded very similar to Marvel Zombies, uh, which came out from uh, Marvel Comics written by Robert Kirkman. That was his first comic book uh, project for Marvel before and now he's deep deep hatred for Marvel Comics. Mm. Um, so I laughed when they announced DC's because Tom Taylor, I like Tom Taylor as a writer, but I'm like, it sounds like just Marvel Zombies set in the DC universe. What kind of rip is this? Um, it's not that at all. It's not <laughs> that at all. Um, it's a sci-fi. It's a horror. Like. Oh, it's cool because it hits every trope you think of as a zombie uh, zombie story, yeah. but also um, as a, the deep mythology of DC. Like some of the characters, like you think the heroes have to survive, that's not what happens. <laughs> right? It's yeah. insane. It's insane. The art's amazing. Uh, Tom Taylor's phenomenal. I love the fact that there's two sequels out already. What? Um, yeah, there's technically two and a half sequels out already. Um, this is Unkillables, which is a three-issue miniseries. Uh, this is Dead Planet that started like three weeks ago, which is direct sequel, and like a uh, online-only uh, web comic called uh, Hope at World's End. Whoa! Okay, so they're like this. This just spread like everybody. Yeah, excited. immediately, immediately. Wow. It was so great. Um, and, I, and again, I like it even even as a six-issue whatever it was miniseries. It's phenomenal. I love it, uh, and I'm not a big horror guy, and okay. and I make I make that clear to anyone when I talk about horror, horror books and stuff like that because I want to be like, hey, I really don't do horror a lot, um, <laughs> but when I do, I end up loving it a lot. Um, it takes a good writer, it takes a good story, and I think a lot of times I get bored with zombie stuff um, because it's just, it seems like the same things over and over again. Totally. So when I got to read Deceased, I. Uh, was really blown away, really blown away by the story. Because um, the opening's kind of eh, I'll be honest. It was kind of like, I was like, this is corny. But then as you get past the first issue into the meat of the story, it's it, it's more than just like a regular zombie story. It, it's it, when stuff gets, to, when they start explaining how the disease is spread and like how no one's safe and like, it's good. It's good. It's fantastic. It's phenomenal. <laughs> oh man, you're you're not kidding. I I finished the book and I think I was silent for like five minutes. I was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> like there's so much that happens. It's basically like a zombie outbreak of the Justice League and friends. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, the, the DC universe is on fire. You know. Yeah. It, it, it's it's what's so cool about it is um. So you don't mind if we're going to spoilers, right? Oh my god, go! Yeah, all right, Have cool. Fun with it. Yeah. So, all right, awesome. I'm so used to my show not doing spoilers, uh, and I'm yeah, like, no, go for it, man. Yeah. All right, yes. Yeah. So what's great about the book is how it opens up is um, it's pretty much a cold opening, um, with Cyborg being captured by Darkseid, um, which I don't like Cyborg in general being a Justice League member, but that's, that's another thing. Ooh, <laughs> um, okay, drama. Okay. 
But yeah, I just don't like him. He's not a Justice League member. I don't care who oh, what movie you watch really? or what book you read. I don't like him as Justice League member. Oh, okay. Um, All right, let's put that pin that to the side. Yeah. I have questions. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so it opens up with a cold opening, and you think it's makes no sense. Like, all right, it's yeah. the anti life equation. It, the anti life equation has been like a thing for Darkseid and the New Gods characters for years. It's been part of Jack Kirby's story. It's been part of, uh, Grant Morrison talks about it a lot in the Seven Soldiers of Victory uh, miniseries. Uh, he did that, Grant Morrison also did that in Final Crisis. Mm. Um, so it's a big linchpin for Darkseid's story. Um, Jeff Johns did it in his New 52 run of Justice League. Um, so yeah, it's a big part of the DC Universe. And the way they did it was they made it like a, uh, a pathogen that goes through technology. Yeah. And I think it's great when you see that take of like how much we rely on technology that everyone, no matter who you are, is susceptible to this virus. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's insane. And it goes from there. So when you see that like only a few seconds pass when the virus is out because Cyborg comes back to Earth after unleashing it on Apocalypse when it goes insane. Like, it spreads and kills Darkseid in the opening, which is crazy. When you think yeah. something like this can kill Darkseid, and I'm like, uh, well, that's it's a big deal for the uh, for a comic book, and it's crazy. So with Dar- when Cyborg shows back up on Earth and starts spreading it, it's immediately over for everybody. And then it's just a cluster to survive. It's insane. Yeah. It's Actually, hold on. So I also got this version of the book, which is oh, a Superman cover. With Superman on the front. It was Superman yeah. and a zombie. Oh, I love that. Yes, so that was good. that was that was the uh, Barnes and Noble exclusive cover. That's why. Oh, okay. Which I didn't know in the back of the book when I opened it. There's a print. There's a free print inside that oh. fell out. Oh. <laughs> it's a, yeah, there's a Batman print in it, like in the back of it. It just came with this, like the Batman print. Oh heck yeah! You can you can hang that up in your nerd cave over there. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's heck what yeah. I plan on doing. I just need more. Uh, Picture frames. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. I love that you're going to frame it. That's awesome. I got to. I have to frame it. You got to frame it's just, it. So, as we go into the story, which cre- I have the book with me, so I, I, don't, I don't take notes. I'm awful with this. No, no, you um, guys are going to hear some page flipping. That's good. Okay, good. <laughs> so, what's crazy about it is the biggest twist in the first issue is uh, the death of Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That and, was good. So... When this hit shelves um, as a retailer, no one knew what this was. We just thought it was a story that DC was putting out. We didn't know it was in Canada or not, what it, what it was, right. whether it was part of a new event or whatever. Um, so we get, we're get we flipping through it, and then all of a sudden, Hal Jordan shows up dead. What? And we're yeah. like, what's happening? Because like, Grant Morrison just got on his like new book, and I'm like, this can't be happening timeline-wise. Yeah. What the hell's happening? Uh, so what's crazy is that after you do the whole Superman family stuff and he's running around with his family telling John and Lois like, and Damien, hey, stop playing with technology. We get the, get the hell out of here type of thing. Um, you cut to Dinah and Oliver, Black Canary and Green Arrow respectively, yeah. and how Jordan hit the ground. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. So with him, like kind of like a zombie, um, and then Black Canary murdering him. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> she has to. She has to. And it was just crazy. I, I kind of wish it was like Ollie put more of a fight because that goes back to like the Dennis, Denny O'Neill, like uh, hard traveling heroes, the two of them, like Brave and the Bold uh, story stuff. Okay. Um, But what I thought was nice is that Dinah does kill him and then she gets the ring immediately. That was cool. That was cool. Oh, man. Cool. Uh, uh, you have to read the sequel now because she plays a bigger role now in the sequel. Ooh. Um, 
Yeah, well, we just call her Green Canary now because it's just easier. Hey, I like uh, her better as as Green Canary, honestly. Yeah, oh, she's a savage. She's yeah. a savage. Oh, oh yeah, understatement of the year, man. Yeah, for sure. So what's great about it? So what's that's what we knew was not canon, or we were like maybe it's it is we could fix this. Like don't bring him back at the end. Right. Um. Then we keep cutting back to the the Batcave with Batman kind of going like, hey, this is what's going on. We need to know what's happening. Um. With all the other heroes. And then you see the gurgling sounds in the background, and then you see him. He, turn, he turns around and sees all his Robins there, minus Jason. Yeah. It's uh. So it's Tim. Actually, no, it's just Tim and Dick. It's just Tim and Dick there. Mm-hmm. So it's Nightwing and Red Robin, uh, there, and they then jump. They then jump on Bruce, and that's how the issue ends, pretty much. The first issue oh, ends. Oh yeah, yeah, yep. And it ends with that cliffhanger. So when that came out to to shelves, and everyone's like. I like Batman's dead, right? Like Batman died in this book. Yeah, 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 He's yeah. Dead. He's gone. Um, There's no way. He so I was like, no, no, he couldn't. Um, Surprised so to say, he kind of does. And <laughs> we go on to the issue, which I, I was like, come on. Of course, he has some suit or something to keep him alive from his zombie outbreak. Yeah. Um. So we cut to issue two then, which I think is immediately after. Hold on, let me just double check. This, there's so much going on here. Like, I'm surprised you remembered that much. Like, that, like, who I tried to write down everything that happened, <laughs> and oh my god, like, it's, they're all so varyingly different, but in yes. the same timeline, they do such a good job. Like, this, they, they do. tell it. So, what I like about it, uh, did you ever read World War Z? No, but I saw the movie. That's a movie, right? Yes, it is. The movie's okay. not like the book. Okay, okay. The, the, the book's a lot better. The book's okay. a million times better. Because the book is very much like a documentary. Oh, It's written okay. by like, first-person accounts of how what they would do in the day of the outbreak. Whoa. And that's what the cease is very much like. Because how issue two opens up, it cuts back to, like, the same day but in a different location. Mm-hmm. So that's when we find out that the, how the virus can be spread, not just by technology, but by blood, when Aquaman is on the boat. Yeah. And he goes down and, he, like, he's fighting against all these zombies. And then we cut to, like, I'll skip the Gotham Park because that was just annoying to me. Because um, <laughs> it really was just, like, uh, whatever. You're like, um, yeah. Even, you mean the Harley yeah, so, and Ivy part? Is that the Harley yeah. and Ivy part? Yeah, okay. it's the Harley and Ivy part. What about Zombie like, Joker, though, man? I mean. I know. You're right. You're right. Because I just want, it was cool to see Harley beat the crap out of Joker. Yeah. <laughs> and be like, yeah, I'm cathartic. done with him. Yeah. <laughs> um,. <laughs> But it was cool to see how they explained that it's not just technology that um, spreads the virus, but actually any sort of bodily fluid spreads the virus. Oh, right. So when Aquaman hits the water, it's him, Mirror, and Tempest. And they're mm-hmm. fighting against, like, a bunch of them. Like, a bunch of the zombie, um, I get oh, the, like, the zombie um, fishes and stuff like that. Oh, they yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. And yeah. that's, how they, that's how they find out, like, how it spreads. Because, like, they're like, oh, it's fine. Yeah. And they're like they're inhaling it and then becoming zombies immediately after. So it's crazy to see people with powers like that yeah. become zombies. Oh, uh, they're like uh, ultra zombies. They're not just any zombie like, uh. They're like, no, no. they have their powers as yes. zombies. And, okay, so you said there's two ways for it to spread. And I want to bring that up. One is technology. Yes. And it's not just like any technology. You have to like watch something on your phone. Yes. Okay. It has to be it has to be any sort of direct technology. So it's viewing technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, computer, uh, phone. Uh, same thing, listening devices, the same thing, except for like radio waves, which I don't, they, they kind of backpedal a little bit later on in the story, mm-hmm. uh, when they're using like the, the radios to try to contact each other and they can't get the antivirus, they can't get the device that way, but they can get it if you use like, if you're like watching a video or something on your phone. 
And right. then you like get it, which is weird. So they try to uh, hurry up and get everybody to turn off their phones, turn off your screens. Like, yeah. oh my God. And it, but it's spreading so quick because everybody's using technology in yeah. some form. Everyone, yeah. every everybody does. And that's the whole thing. The night uh, it happens, like, besides like Gotham stuff um, and the Green Arrow stuff, you have um, Batman who's, that that was a big worry that Batman was going to become a zombie. Right. Um, because of his access. But he was, he does say in the earlier part of the series that, um, he has like his back, uh, his back computer is like firewalled away from the rest of the world. Oh, right. Of course it has to be. I mean, cause Batman, yeah, it's um, Batman. and yes, he is a zombie in issue two, but like, he also has like Mr. Freeze's suit on. Yeah. That was I, so cool. <laughs> he's like, I have to slow the poison. Like he's like half like decayed and he has like the suit on. Yeah. Um, it's actually really cool. And then when he finally like, succumbs to it, it's actually really sad when Alfred's there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's your dad. You're pretty much your dad has to just kill you. Yeah. Alfred like, kills Batman, you guys. Oh, my gosh. It, it sucks. Because, like, what's so sad about it is not only did Alfred have to kill Batman, but Nightwing and Red Robin are also dead in the cave. Yes. And, and that's who uh, kills, who bites Batman first was Nightwing, right? Yes. 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 Crazy. And that's your favorite sidekick. Was that, am I right? Yes, it's my favorite. Oh, yes. yeah, absolutely. Dick Grayson's the man. Because <laughs> he's, he's the first one. He's the first sidekick and he's the best ass in comics. So. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> you heard it here, it's folks. True. It's true. The, it's, not, it, it's not even a lie. If you go to DC's uh, Twitter account, they actually have it on their Twitter account. Per- okay, I mean, if DC said it, then that's it. That's that's crazy. That's awesome. That's just facts. It's just um, facts. You're just speaking facts. <laughs> but yeah, so with with that gone, pretty much the entire Batman family is gone. Okay. Because okay. we know like the Gotham scene um, with Holly and Ivy in issue two, um, she's pretty much like fighting Catwoman and like the Birds of Prey. Mm-hmm. So we know Batgirl and Batwoman are gone. Which I love, Birds Zombie Birds of Prey. I was like, Which, I I wish Batwoman survived. Okay, why? Why? Because I like Kate as a character. Yeah, um, same, 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 same. And it would have been it would have been a, a cool to see um, Kate and Damien teaming up for a while. Ooh, okay. Like you wanted to see her pre-zombie and then zombie, or do you want to just zombie the whole way? No, I would just have her normal the entire way. Kill off Batman. Okay. Kill off everyone else. Okay. Have Damien show up, become the new Batman, quote mm-hmm. unquote, and then have Kate teach him how to become Batman. Oh, okay. In this, okay. In this story, okay, if I, gotcha. yes. If I was, to, if I was to rewrite this, <laughs> uh, okay, okay. All right, gotcha. Um, yeah, I would like to see. I would. That's the thing that uh, my only problem with the series that it's not a problem, but it's like because they, they so many people, you don't see how they change because right. it just happens. Because mm-hmm. again, being a writer, you have to focus your characters down. And I get it. Sure, there's but a lot like, of so, characters, man. This, yeah, yeah. Because there's a lot of people in this book, and it's insane because like it's half of them die early on. Mm-hmm. Half them survive, not even half. Um, but yeah, having you, you get to miss certain points, like how some of the other characters that you think shouldn't have turned to zombies became zombies. Right. You know, like you, like you don't see how Nightwing does it. You don't see how Red Robin does. You don't see how uh, Catwoman or all the Gotham people, because like yeah. technically, wouldn't they all just report to Batman when some weird things happening? Right. Right. You right. know. Yeah. So it's kind of weird, like for that to happen, just so Batman can survive. But mm-hmm. I get why. Like, I get why when you see that Damien becomes the new Batman. I didn't think they'd kill off Batman so soon. They kill him off pretty quick. Yeah, they did. Like, they, put, they kill him off in issue one, which is insane. Yeah. Actually insane. Yeah. But, I, but I, that's why I give Tom Taylor, though. Because, like, I didn't think they were going to do that at all. Oh, okay. You were that's like, what, that's what, Yeah, because it was nice 
twist to see that he killed one of the most beloved DC characters of all time yeah. in his opening. Yeah, and he did. He tried. Batman does hang on so f- like really hard, but I started thinking. I was like, you know what? Batman's still a human. You know what I mean? Like, of course he's gonna die off sooner than his like superhero actual superhero friends. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's, it's actually insane because like it's cool to see that like that whole self will thing. Um, that's what he's known for, and for him to survive that long, which is awesome. Um, but it's really cool to see that. So then we get to issue three. Yep. Which is again explain more how the virus spread. This, that's the mirror. That's the mirror Aquaman story. That's uh, Clark and Alfred and all the meeting to give Damien a suit. Mm-hmm. And then the biggest scene in this issue is when he actually goes to Smallville. That was sweet. He goes back to check on his parents. Yeah, but, but then oh. we find out something bad happens. <laughs> yeah, good old Daddy O. He he ain't he he got it. <laughs> Yeah. Oof, oof. Oh, and it's really sad. It's really it is, sad to be thinking it. Yeah. Because like he thinks because he can't stop it. Right. Right. He can't save his dad, oh. and that's that's what he's known for. He and that's what he's like. Again, that's something I don't know how the father got it. Mm-hmm. Again, it's one of those they don't have major technology, so for one of them to get it was kind of weird. But that's again whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I, the fact that he doesn't kill him in the issue. And he just locks him in the basement. Did, okay, what did he do with his laser eyes? I thought he killed him with the laser eyes. No, he uh, sealed the uh, lock so he can't oh, break out. Like he welded it or something like yeah. that. Yeah. I yeah. see. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, and then he takes good old mom back to... And they leave, yeah. Metropolis, Planet, yeah. Basically, yeah. Yeah, and so then the, the Fortress of Solitude becomes like this info hub. And they try to figure yes. out, like, what the heck are we going to do next? It was crazy. Yeah, it's... Insane. So they all go back to Metropolis. In between that, there's a whole thing with D, uh, at Washington D.C. Yeah, like oh, uh, yeah. Amanda Waller. Mm-hmm. They're with Amanda Waller and her Suicide Squad, and all of them going, "Hey, we're gonna do this." But then Captain Adam ends up becoming a zombie, and it's like somebody with the powers of Doctor Manhattan with a, being a zombie is not great. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. That was <laughs> insane. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And then uh, him blowing up and knocking out entirely all of D.C. <laughs> Yeah, it's like they bring everybody in the DC universe. Like they just bring like everybody's here. Even my favorite was Mister Miracle and Big Barda, where all of a sudden okay. it turns into there's nine there are nine panels. Go! No, I know you're excited. I lo- Go. Yes, I, I love it. All right, so what's great about that story is that it's a separate issue from the original DC book. So it was a, oh. it was actually a they added it in the uh, trade. It's called okay. uh, DC's The Good Day to Die. Okay. And it's that's the Doctor Fate, Big Barter, yeah. all the match people plus them. Mm-hmm. And uh, to explain, like, if they can't do it, no one's gonna save you guys. Oof! Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was that was an one I love, Miss Miracle. I love anything Miss Miracle. The fourth world stuff. I love how it really truly does revolve around the fourth world, uh, fourth mm-hmm. world characters. Um, John Costi's an ass the entire story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, but I do like the, the relationship that Barter and Miracle have, and you see that they're still trying to stick together through this, even though they know that this, this he can't escape. Yeah. And that's what he's known for. Yeah. And it's, it's super yeah. sad. Uh, and But did you notice how they switched to the, the famous nine panels? Yep. Are nine panels or 12 panels? Yeah. Oh, that was so uh, It's so great. Uh, I love when they can do that because you, you get more story that way. Yeah, and you, you jump into their story. Like, it's like you jumped right into uh, their timeline. Oh, no, it was mm-hmm. great. 
We did Mr. Miracle on uh, OCD. We reviewed it, and I fell in love with it. I did not expect oh, it, but I totally did. Uh, you got you to gotta read his next book they did was uh, Strange Adventures. It's okay. the same writing team that did uh, Mr. Miracle. It's oh, okay. uh, Mitch Gerard's and um, Tom King. Tom King. They did that. Tom King. He's also doing the Rorschach book coming up. Oh, no way. Yeah, he's doing it October. No, October this year. Wow, you got all the insight, man. You know what's so, up. By, by, by the time this airs, hopefully the Rorschach book should be out. Whoa. Okay. Cool. So. Yeah. So, okay. October. Yes. So it should be out. October. So that's great. Yes. That's great. It should be out by the time this episode actually airs. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um. So okay. Can you explain who John Constantine is? Because I'm not familiar with him. What? You don't know John Constantine? <laughs> no, man. I I'm still pretty fairly. I'm like two years okay. into comic books. So go. Tell me who he is. All right. So John Constantine. Um. Oops. Sorry. Okay. Camera's falling. Uh, so John Constantine is a magic user from Britain. He's actually styled after the artist Sting. Oh. Um, that's why if you look, see, if you look him up in the trench coat, the, the, the dirty blonde hair, okay. uh, the British accent, that's all that's based it. on yeah, that. He was in Liverpool in this one. Yeah. Exactly. So um, John Constantine um, was created in Swamp Thing uh, from Alan Moore. Um, and then he was used predominantly in that series a lot, um, as I got foiled to Alec Holland, the Swamp Thing. He was actually the surrogate father to Alec's daughter, because the Swamp Thing possessed him, so he could have sex with his wife, so they could actually have a daughter. Um, yeah, it was, er, er, yeah, it's wow. early, like, DC weirdness. Um, <laughs> uh, then he became Hellblazer, which was, uh, one of the first Vertigo books ever produced from DC. That was a mature line. Um, and what was great about that book is that they aged in real time. So he would age as the book series went on in real time. So every year that happened in our world happened in the book. So he was a year older every time. Okay. I understand yes. what you're saying. Was that a first of they, its kind? Um, not, they've done stories like that before, but a lot of them went out of continuity on purpose. Okay. Um, like, uh, John Byrne did Generations, uh, with Batman Superman, um, I forgot who wrote Spider-Man Life Stories like that that came out recently last year or, or the year before. Um, pretty much from the exception of the character and they would age them in real time. Wow. Um, but it was cool. That was the first, but that is the first time they did it actually in a serialized form that would come out uh, month to month oh, wow. um, at the time. And it was an ongoing series. It lasted a, very, a while. Um, so, but as John Constantine as a character, he is a magical practitioner. He's normally seen with uh, Zantana a lot. Um, yeah, she was in here in... too. <laughs> yes, um, that's his on again, off again girlfriend in the in the comic books. Um, he is a he's from Manchester, UK. Um, he is depending on which, like it all all the same, all pretty much all the same. He at one point um, tried to save this girl. He had to. Pretty much sacrificed that little girl to save everyone else, um, which ended up like damaging himself in the process, like his own mental state. So now he's just an obnoxious asshole. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. So that's all it is, and that's pretty much his character in a small nutshell. If you want a better look at it, um, look. If you get a chance to watch uh, Just Sleep Doc, the animated movie, okay. uh, uh, Constantine City of Demons uh, is on C- on the CW app. It's free. You can watch it on the CW app. It's like five mini episodes. It's a movie, but they cut it down to five mini episodes or uh-huh. two. I think I watched it when it was two mini episodes. Um, it gives you kind of like a super wrap up. It's actually really cool how they uh, condense his history uh, oh. into those. But anyway, John is a magic user. He's a complete prick. Um, a lot of times he he's he's known for his um, 
ability to scam uh, get himself out of situations by pretty much being a scam artist. Okay, like he can talk so, his way out of it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And what are his powers? He's just magic. It's just magic. Just magic. Just okay, ma- that's what I thought. I was like, wow, it's just literally yep. magic. Just magic. Yep, he's just okay. good at magic. That's all it is. Cool. That's all it cool. is. He just sleeps with people and, and he's good with magic and smokes. That's it. And he drinks a lot, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's Very it. basic. It's living the life, I guess. <laughs> uh, well, cool. There was a, I mean, okay, so back on this timeline here. So we're introduced to so many DC people. I, I like, and I know you can't do each and every single one to explain. I mean, you're more than welcome to, but there's. I mean, I'll do whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, you're the best. Um, there's Mr. Terrific. There's Booster mm-hmm. and Teddy, who I've never met. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay, so real okay. Quick. Alright, uh, Gold is one of my favorite characters of all time. Okay, so, what's his name? Um, Booster Gold, right? Yeah, Booster Gold. Booster so, Gold, okay. So Booster Gold is from the 31st century. He was a uh, football, uh, college football star who would bet on his own games. Okay. So he pretty much pulled like, uh, Pete Rose and bet on his own games, got kicked out of uh, college for doing it. He ended up becoming a janitor um, at the Legion uh, of Superheroes Museum, where he decided to steal all some of the equipment. Okay. And then travel back to our, our time to become a superhero. Oh. And then he would, like, using the, the technology from the future and, like, his knowledge of the future, he became a superhero. Uh, he got, like, corporate sponsorships and stuff like that. He's a, he's a complete doof. He's, like, mm-hmm. he has a good heart, but, like, in the beginning, he did it all for corporate profit. And then, like, he talked to other heroes, and he eventually changed his ways as time went on. Um, Blue Beetle is, Ted in this version, is the second Blue Beetle. Um, DC acquired the Blue Beetle version from Charlton Comics. If you you've seen Watchmen movies, yep. I guess. Yep. Like, so all those characters were based on um, Charlton character, Charlton Comics characters that DC had acquired. Um, Doctor Manhattan is Captain. Uh, Doctor Manhattan is Captain Adam. Uh, Rorschach is the Question. Um, comedian is Peacemaker. Night Owl is Blue Beetle. Um, Silk Spectre is Nightshade. I'm missing something out. Oh, Ozymandias is Peter Thunderbolt, which is now owned by Dynamite Comics. Um, but, wow. So, um, they acquire those characters. So, when they acquire those characters, um, they change Dan Grant, who was the original Blue Beetle, into Ted Kord, uh, who's his successor. Because uh, they, they didn't want to do the magic stuff the original Blue Beetle had. Okay. Uh, so they made him a tech, uh, very much a tech-based based, uh, hero. So it's like everything he does, he has no powers himself. It's all tech-based. Oh. He's just, a, he's just smart. Super that's smart. all he is. Yeah, okay. that's it. Okay. Um, who else? Uh, Mr. Miracle Big Water, we talked about. Mr. Terrific is... That's, second, that's Michael Hall. That's second Mr. Terrific. He took over for the Golden Age Mr. Terrific, who's on Justice Society. Again, no powers, just super smart. He's what? actually the third smartest hero in DC Universe. But okay, I've never heard of him. Um, he's a just uh, he's um he's not really just league he's not a Justice League member he's a Justice Society member that's why. Okay, and who does he usually hang out with most in just uh in comics just just Society depending on what oh. storyline you're reading he's not really in the league. Okay, okay, whoo! Like his most prominent story, I'll be honest, was. New 52, uh, when they did the DC New 52, uh, when they did Earth 2, he had his own series in uh, during that era, and then he was in World's End, uh, which was another out of continuity story. Uh, okay. no, not World's End, um, 
Future's End. Future's End. They produced that book when they moved from New York to California. That's like that, that was like Gap stuff. Um, kind of. That's part of the whole Gap stuff. Um, yeah, that's pretty much his like wrap up. It's he very... has a deep origin, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're just like following along everybody and they're all like, it's like they show how each individual person within this DC universe, especially the Justice League, how they're reacting to everything that's happening and what they're not really telling us and what they're like really just waiting on is Superman getting it, which is a yes. huge deal here. Yes. yes. So this entire time, Superman's been doing like small little things here and there in Metropolis, uh, after getting his parents back, um, and now they've pretty much given up. <laughs> yeah. They've given up, because there's no hope at this point. They've um, Captain Adam exploded in Metropolis, and then DC killed a bunch of people. They were only able to save people that were in the building they were on, which was the top of the Daily Planet. Mm-hmm. Um Booster Gold and Ted and all of them fail on their mission, so much so that Booster Gold was erased from the timeline. Yeah, um, literally, he fades away. Yeah, he dies. Yeah, because his his family gets gets eaten by zombies, I guess. Um, yeah, so the, pretty much the world's over, and they all now move into the fortress. <laughs> yes, and this is the uh, yeah, this is where they try to dis- like find out what's happening, but. Um... Yeah, and this is when Superman, it really starts to go down for him. He's like, yeah. Uh, yeah. So they gather a plan, uh, which includes like Luther and all of them, and they're all at the fortress trying to figure out what the plan's going to be. Um, Gotham has like this mini sanctuary. Themyscira is a sanctuary, and the mm-hmm. fortress is a sanctuary. Mm-hmm. They're going to pretty much, all three of them are going to work together, and they're going to build a ship to get off Earth. Yes. Or, 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 however they're going to do that, they're going to make it happen. The problem is, um, they don't, they feel a buzzing in their ears, all of them, and yeah. then they figure out someone's there, and it's Marshall Manhunter who's a zombie. Ah, yeah. And then he murders Lex. <laughs> yes. Oh, good, because Lex was being an asshole. He was being an asshole. He was absolutely being an ass, but he does <laughs> murder him. Yeah. Um, but the bigger problem was... Um, he affects the Flash. Yeah, and that's... They were scared... Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and then Flash just starts booking it. And that's it for everyone at that point. For the Earth. He just starts spreading it all over the Earth within, a, like, a second. Yeah, he starts running, and everyone just keeps looking at each other, like, what's going to happen next? Yeah. So, I like the scene where Superman's talking to John at super speed. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And it's, like, pretty much, like, I'm leaving. You're in charge now. Yeah. Uh, so, he flies off, and... You think you think he gets him because he runs. They, he, he collides with him head first. Like, oh, cool! Like, awesome. Yeah. He blurs the flash into a pile of mesh and gush and body and, and blood everywhere. Yeah. I'm like, all right, it's over. And then they show you like the little piece of bone sticking in Superman, and that's oh it. Flash is so bone. they all. Ugh. It was like, it's really sad because <laughs> like yeah. you know it's over. It's over because like there's nothing else to stop this. Every hero is every hero is pretty much infected. Yeah. Superman is now infected and they can't stop him. No. And he's like, I'm going to try to get off this planet. And he tries to book it to outer space. But the time that it takes for him to lift off from Earth, because he had to say bye to his family. That just took so long. uh, Yes. And if he didn't, you know, maybe Mm -hmm. he would have made it. But he doesn't. (sighs) Nope. No, he doesn't. And now he's stuck on Earth, a super powered Superman zombie. 
just yeah just stuck in that oh my gosh and we're we i mean if we were to list every single little bitty person and thing that happened in this comic you think that yeah. we're giving spoilers we're not there's so we're much not more. there's still more it's, there's so it, much you're missing like the mirror stuff you're missing like the the death wall with harvey oh my god so good <laughs> yeah oh, it's so good so i won't go into like super ending so i'm not yeah. with this ending of the synopsis so i don't spoil every single part of this book um <laughs> it's hard not to you're like ah it's, i know it's really hard to so what ends up happening is they end up, they uh, there is no cure right yeah that we think of right until we until the fight with cyborg and wonder woman and that's all i'm going to say that was so good and two were three words zombie wonder woman and then yeah. two more words. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. So oh. Uh, so that's the wrap up of Deceased. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know. It's so hard. I really want to. Okay. I, okay. So I want to ask you though. Yeah. It is the end. And I hope I'm not, it's not too much of a spoiler. I'm just going to mm-hmm. say Earth 2. I'm not going to yes. say what happens with Earth 2, but you know what happens right. at the end. Yes. Um, Earth 2. Is that, okay, forgive me. Is that the Earth 2 that they keep talking about where like the, the zombie, no. you know what I mean? No. no. No, no. Okay. So, uh, so we all thought that because the problem is they use that um, code when they explain like multiversal stuff in the mm-hmm. comic books. Mm-hmm. So it's like Earth Two is that's the in the gold, in the silver and golden age that was where the Justice Society was formed. Okay. In um, the New Fifty Two, that's again like the a, a version of the Justice Society. Um, sometimes uh, Grant Morrison used it as like an antimatter universe type of thing. Um, but Earth 2, for this version, is just a second Earth. It's just a planet that's very Earth-like okay. that they're calling Earth 2. They're not going <laughs> to find their twins over there. No, 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 no. Okay, not another um, dimension. Okay. No, it's actually just a planet in space that they go to. Okay. okay. Um, which is cool, because they expand more on that in the new book and at World at Hope Set. And in Unkillables. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so t- remind me again... What okay, so we're done finishing deceased. What yes. can I what should I read next? So there's three other stories you can read. Um okay. are they volumes or are they just like issues? They're they're they haven't come out in volume yet. Okay. They okay. neither neither none of them have come out in the volume yet. Uh Unkillables, which is a three issue miniseries, mm-hmm. takes place at the same time as Deceased. Uh oh. so it's like it's it's things like Deathstroke, um, Red Hood, uh, oh, Cassandra wow. Kane, Batgirl, and what they were doing during this. Before they go, it's like, oh, it's like separate but the same on the same yes. timeline. Whoa, mm-hmm. that's smart. It's that. Then you have um, the webcomic coming out, Hope at World's End, which is like a, a gap between this and this, the sequel. Okay. And um, the, then you have Deceased Dead Planet. Um, which the survivors are going back to Earth after Whoa. being on their like their own planet for about five years. Wow. Okay, that is intense. They do not get like this whole thing. They don't let up. Like you're on edge no. the whole time. No, they don't. And in the sequel, it's even worse because <laughs> when oh they get back gosh. to Earth, something bad happens when they get, immediately get back to Earth. <laughs> oh my god. Because someone you know, might be dead. <laughs> of course, somebody probably. <laughs> Uh, yeah. You know what this reminds me of is Archie mm. Horror. When everybody's, mm. have you read that yet? Yes, I have. I've read all of them. Oh, perfect! And, and those are great. Did you like? I Archie love all of them. Yes, I do. I love all of them. 
Yeah. You're like, yes, I yes. The answer is yes. yes. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, it's funny that we we're actually going to do that for our, one of our Halloween episodes this year. Oh, good. Um, Which one? All of them. We're doing uh, the entire Archer Horror oh, line hell together. Hell yeah. Hell um, yeah. Because what's cool about Archer Horror, um, you have uh, Chilling Tales Sabrina. Yes. You have, oh, my favorite. My favorite. I love it. I want him to just come back. He's doing a one-shot book uh, later on this year called Madam Satan. Yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. Hell yeah. Which explores her character. I can't wait. I just, okay. I just, want, I just want him to come back to just finish the series. <laughs> yeah, can you just tell us what happens with Archie and the gang? Because yeah. even it's high and dry, bro. Yeah. Yeah, like, it was funny because, like, he wrote Afterlife for Archie. He started Chilling Tales of Sabrina. Mm-hmm. And then uh, left the books to write Riverdale. Uh, oh, the show. Right. Yeah, he writes, he, write, yeah, he writes the Riverdale show. And then he also writes the chilling uh, Tales of Sabrina, the Netflix show. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! So I'm like, just finish the comic books. I Please. want the comic books. Just finish yeah. them. Well, you're OG fans, man. Come yeah. on. <laughs> I want to know like how because um, he did. Oh, he did a uh, one of the random issues of the Afterlife for Archie was the Josie and Pussycats interview with the vampire parody. That was my favorite issue. I, that's what. That's my favorite too. Oh, so good. And I like it. I'm like, but now vampires exist in the universe. I'm like, all right, talk what? about that. But what they, how they kind of rectified that, like he didn't do it. I forgot who wrote it. It's Vampironica. It's vamp- that vampires are in Riverdale. Yeah. I didn't really like that one because there wasn't a lot I of didn't. story. It was just art, no, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like art. Yeah, same. Uh, you have Jughead the Hunger, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I like I've a lot. Read, okay, I haven't read that, that, like one, that one. That's on my list. Okay. Um, you have Blossom Triple Six. Oh, um, the, the twins. Yes. Blossom Twins. Okay. Yeah. So what it is, is Blossom Triple Six because it, they are, the two of them are now vying to be the Antichrist. Oh, of course they are. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> if you watch are. Riverdale or like read their books, yeah, of course yeah, they are. For sure. Um, and then you have uh, Vampironica versus Jughead. And then you have Vampironica New Blood. That's all the Archie horror books. And if you don't count Archie versus the Predator. As oh, one. I didn't know that. Yeah, they did two of those. Um, they just released the Archer's Predator 2 this year. Oh, damn. Wow. I'm glad that they keep going with... I mean, I want him to keep going with that. Because, like, the reason why this reminds me of Archie Horror is the afterlife with Archie when everybody in Riverdale turns into a freaking zombie and they, they don't really... They die, but they don't... I won't spoil it, but it's like <laughs> yeah. they... Everybody turns into a zombie. It's like the same thing yeah. here. It's like... Yeah. What would they be like as a zombie? Like... <laughs> and it's cool. Like, you get to explore it. Um, as, again, that's the same. I like zombie stuff when they're set in a set... When they're set in a different universe. Yeah. Because you want... I, I like to see what characters I know and love do sure. during this. Sure, yeah. Um, I think Afterlife did a better job than all these because it was a complete dynamic shift. Because, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah. um, like with this, or even with Marvel Zombies, you know the heroes are just going to do what they normally do, you know? Right, but like the thing is, like you said before, in this one, you think that your heroes are going to be okay, but they're not. They're not. No uh, one is safe. No one's safe. No one's safe. And that's the one thing about this book I love a lot, is that no one's safe. And it's it's actually really cool that, that it puts you on edge. Yeah. Um, and uh, did you watch Old Guard yet or no? Old Guard? No. Yeah. Okay. So I won't okay. spoil it. Um, but the book and the and the comic book and the movie are about immortals that uh, are mercenaries. Okay. Um, so when they did the they they changed a, an aspect of that in the movie, 
And it's like, well, you can't have characters that are immortal and not have stakes. You can't have stakes then. Um, so that's what I like so much about DC is that they made it where no one's safe because normally we think that, oh, people have to be immune, right? Yeah. They're not. Magic can't stop it. it. You know, superpowers can't stop this virus. Nothing. So that's what makes the stakes so great in Deceased. That's why I love it so much. <laughs> totally. You're like, no, like even Superman can't outrun it, guys. No. Like, it's not. bad. It's, it's real bad. bad. It's way bad. So <laughs> I want to, before we do a rating for the book, I want to cool. touch on Cyborg. So how okay. does, I didn't really understand how he got infected and how he gave it to everyone. What was it? All right. So uh, I was talking about a little bit in the beginning, but um, what happens is he gets captured when the Justice League is all fighting Darkseid. Mm-hmm. It's a that whole scene's a setup from um, the New Fifty Two Justice League book um, when they just leave first for Darkseid like that. Okay. Um, but it's in, in this version he gets captured. Um, that guy in the purple hood that you see like messing around with him that's yeah, he out his tongue. Oh, yeah, that's he said. He is um, one of the new gods. Uh, that exist. Mm. He's a sadomasochist uh, slash scientist that lives on Apocalypse. Um, what they're trying to do is control the anti-life equation. That's the whole point of this, is that right. um, Cyborg carries uh, part of the anti-life equation inside him. They want that part out, so Darkseid can use that to control everybody. How does Cyborg uh, even have it? I guess that's my question. Um, in his New 52 origin, um, when Parademons came to Earth during Darkseid's invasion, mm-hmm. he was caught in an explosion while his father was working on a mother box. Okay. And inside that mother box had a piece of the, the anti-life equation in it. And he, no one knew. Whoa. And then uh, the, the box fused itself into his chest. And that's how Cyborg became Cyborg. Oh, so you almost need a, a pre-comic to the, to understand that part. Yeah, yeah that, that's, I have, that's the only like, another nitpick I have with that. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I mean, if you watch the movies, that works because it's the same origin of the movie, very similar to the movie. Okay. Um, but again, my nitpick is that you shouldn't have to do that. <laughs> right. Yeah. You, right. you, you should it, be able to go into it. It should all live in the same, like, yes. this right here in this story. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it doesn't ruin it that you don't fully understand that. Like, I no. very much enjoyed it. I mean, it's zombie Batman. Like, <laughs> zombie, like come on. A zombie everybody. Um, no, that was awesome. And, and, oh my gosh. No, it was so good. It was a ride, dude. It was like, the was. art was um, just uh, incredible. Awesome. It's so great. Uh, uh, if you look up the, the covers, every cover. Yes. Had, there, every issue had three covers when it came out. You had the basic A cover, which is a deceased on it. Mm-hmm. You had the B zombie cover, which was a hero turned into a zombie. Mm-hmm. And then the C cover were horror movie, uh, horror movie movie posters like changed like uh for good day to die it was the conjuring ah okay um i know the first cover was it so it was uh it was jason todd oh. holding the balloon and joker's face oh, in the, yes. the sewer i remember that now oh i didn't, yeah. even, I didn't even put all that together they're based on like horror movies oh, yeah oh okay 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 yeah so, like what they're doing now for um dead planet they're doing uh horror sci-fi movies as like okay. the homage Oh, that's cool. That's cool. See, this whole yes. book, like, top to bottom, like, I could read it again and probably see different things. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You will. You can. Yeah. Because, like, I missed stuff first time reading it. Um, okay. 
there's a lot of there's a lot of character development uh, for characters that you know because what was great that Tom Taylor did he took every character the mainstream characters one woman Batman Superman Flash and yeah. stuff and focused on them mm-hmm. um, because like if you did but they did that the, the one shot with Booster and, and Ted and Doctor Fate and Zatanna Barter Miracle and John Constantine which was nice yeah. um, but it didn't take away from anything. Is added to the universe, right? Um, but again, like there's the scene with uh, Captain Adam when he blows up. If you don't know who he is, like who's this guy and what does this matter? Yeah. Um, but that happens when you do any DC event. Ah. You know, right. so because that's the right. It's because that's it's a way for them to showcase characters and go, hey, here's everybody, mm-hmm. and that's the problem. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny is that this actually reminded me, so I just read not that long ago and reviewed it, uh, uh, Secret Invasion, Marvel Secret Invasion. Oh, I love that book. You love it. And it was great. Don't get me wrong. But I feel like DC here did a better job of incorporating everybody and keeping everybody along more than Marvel did because they, I feel like Marvel was just like, let's just put all the ingredients in the soup. It'll be great soup. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Um it actually really is true that they did that. Um, Marvel's event... Uh, so, things with Marvel events, and even mini-events, um, oh. is that there is a path to all of them. Mm-hmm. So, to get to Secret Invasion, you had to have read things like Avengers Disassembled, and then you would have to have read um, Civil War. Um, then you would have... No, actually, sorry. Yes, Civil War. Yeah, Civil War, yeah. Civil War is before that, right? Yeah, yeah, Civil War's before. Yes, yes, it is. Civil yeah. War's before uh, Secret Invasion. Um, yeah, I think so. Yes, it is. Um, and then you read uh, Secret uh, Secret Invasion because you don't know why certain characters don't like each other now in Secret mm. Invasion and why there's two Avengers teams. You don't you you miss all that if you're not reading it at the current time the book is being produced. Ah, I see. Okay. So huh. like um. Because Marvel events do that. Like, for example, right now they're doing Empire in comics. Or by the time this episode airs, um, we should be almost into King in Black. Um, but again, if you're, you're not reading Venom, if you're not reading Avengers, if you're not reading Fantastic Four, it's not great to jump into it down the line. Right. It's one of those... It's great for its time. And then some events are timeless, like uh, Infinity War, um, Crisis on Infinite Earths from DC... Um, Convergence from DC, from DC, uh, Zero Hour from DC, uh, Civil War, uh, the Marvel, and that's pretty much it. Like, there's only so many timeless ones, but a lot of them are of its time. So if you didn't know what was going on time, it's not a jumping off point. Yeah, because I wanna, I like to open up a volume one and be like, all right, I'm caught up. But like that, that one I was not. But this one here, I mean, maybe because I'm like, I'm kind of accidentally more of a DC fan than a Marvel fan. I don't know why I just connect more with those characters. Like I'm in love with Harley and Ivy, uh, you know, stuff like that. I love everything yeah. Batman, so I'm a little more like, oh, that's that guy. Oh, that's that guy. That's that guy. But it's like the same consistent story, so you can jump in anytime. Exactly. And you understand it, which is what I really appreciate about this book. Yes, um, and I do too because I like how it was self-contained. Like you didn't need to know everyone's background. It was a very much a self-contained story. If you had a rudimentary idea of who they were, that's all you needed. Yeah. Yes. Exactly, James. Exactly. Like if, like if you grew up watching like Just League Unlimited, or if you read the books here and there, if you saw the movies, you know who those characters are. 
Oh, totally. Yeah, exactly. No. Um, well, cool. Awesome. Um, <clears throat> so let's rate the comic. All right. So, all right. I think I know your rating, but I'm just going to say this for everybody that's listening in case you haven't heard OCD. Here on OCD, we rate on a scale of one to five, and then you accompany that rating with a noun from the comic. So I'll go first. Um, okay. I'm going to give this five zombie Wonder Womans, Wonder Women. Because that was my favorite, and she was the most badass zombie in there. I'm just going to say that. Um, <laughs> but this comic gave you art. It gave you story. It gave you characters that you wanted every time. Just even the Mr. Miracle Big Barna 9 panel situation. Or maybe it was 12 panel situation, right? <laughs> situation. It was like, I was like, oh, I love that you pulled on that. Even the, the zombie birds of prey. The, the oh, Harley Harley that. kills the Joker. Alfred kills Batman. Like, it's, <laughs> oh, it's, you're the, at the edge of your seat the whole time. It is fantastic <laughs> that's awesome that's actually a really great rating i've never heard someone like so passionate besides myself on comics <laughs> your rating um and i do ratings every week um okay. yeah so awesome you do a five scale also also because i do a yeah. five scale all the time i'm with five green canaries now oh there you go out of five yes. we're calling her green canary from now on there's no more black canary no more black canary the, yeah the art's phenomenal um I love the storytelling. I love that no hero is safe. I like the twist, like that how Jordan dies and Diner becomes Green Lantern. Um, so I, I like that Batman dies and Robin, Damien has to take over the mantle. Um, I like the fact that, this, that there's no hope. But also in that darkness, the little like moments of slivers that you think they're going to make it out makes you hope even more. And then when you're dashed... It feels even better because you're like yeah. they wouldn't do that, right? It's so it's a it's, Tom Taylor does such a great job. Um, I like that he does alternate universes of characters. I think he plays around with concepts like this or injustice that he's written that gets his, lets, lets you see characters in a different light. Mm -hmm. um, I like the fact that a part of it's a, a play on the, our need of technology. Uh, that's a virus that's spread through technology, you know, that we use every day. Right. You know, it, it's awesome. So yes, five green canaries out of five. Oh, awesome, awesome. Well, that's a that's a whopping ten over here on OCD, you guys. This, yeah, pick this up if you, you want to. a horror comic. Oh man, that's great. <laughs> Well, thank you for giving us, downloading us with all of your amazing knowledge. <laughs> I know that's literally a fraction of your comic book knowledge. <laughs> uh, I try. I love I love talking about comics. I do it every day for a job. I love talking to fans and, and, and other podcasters. And anyone anyone I can also talk to about comics, I'll do it every day. <laughs> you do, yeah, you're, you're like, sign me up. I'm, no problem. I'll do it. I'll do yeah. it. I was like, and hey, thank you. Can you... Oh, what'd you say? Sorry. Thank you for having me on. It's awesome. I'm, this is the first podcast I've actually been a guest on. <laughs> oh, man. How does it feel being a guest? Is it weird? Really cool, actually. It's weird because I'm so used to like controlling the show and knowing everything. And I'm like, oh, this is awesome. I don't have to really know much. <laughs> you don't have to edit it or anything. Nope. You just... <laughs> Here's my MP3. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, awesome. Um, where can we find you on uh, everything? Social media. All right. So um, for myself, my personal account is VegaLolas1226 on Instagram and on Twitter. Um, you can catch my podcast, Android's Amazing Podcast, every Wednesday at 11 a.m. on all your podcast needs. Uh, Android's Amazing Podcast on 
Instagram. You can hit me up on Androids Comics on Twitter. Um, you can go to our website, AndroidsComics.com. Uh, yeah, I am everywhere. If you find me, it's easy. I just yeah. talk about comics and beer. Comics and beer. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> and this is your, and when this comes out, this will be three, um, his third episode here on OCD. So you're yes, going to get tired of, uh, you're going to get tired of OCD. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. nah. <laughs> You guys, I, I, we haven't recorded it yet, like I said, but go back and listen to his X-Men episode. I have a feeling it's just going to be amazing. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of me just talking at things. <laughs> it's yeah. flushing the knowledge out of my brain. I love it. I encourage it. It's just going to be me going, uh-huh, and then, uh-huh, and then. <laughs> awesome. Well, cool. Thank you so much, James. That was great. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Awesome. Uh, well, if you guys want to check out OCD on social media, I'm going to roll a little Halloween outro that we have here. However, I did not include in there that we are also on Twitter at Ongoing Comic Pod. And we got a thumbs up for James there. Awesome. <laughs> All right, guys. I'll see you next time. See you tomorrow for another day of horror. All right. Say bye, James. Bye, guys. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to Ongoing Comic Book Discussion Podcast 31 Days of Horror. If you like what you're hearing, please follow OCD on any of your favorite podcatchers. Take it a step further and leave a five-star Apple Podcast review. <laughs> that really helps me out. Thank you. You can follow OCD on Instagram at OCD Podcast or facebook.com slash OCD podcast. Tune in tomorrow as I review another horror Halloween comic. 